Unsigned with Matt Wary. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Rolling down a river. Yeah, man. Rolling, rolling. <laughs> that can stay in. Right. <laughs> no, please <laughs> cut that bit. I hate my singing. Just cut, cut. You know, you've been stitching me up for the last three weeks. <laughs> I am, yeah, I have been asking, <laughs> to be fair, I have been asking for it, so oh, mate. enjoy no. that nice rendition. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to the Unsigned Podcast. I am with, again, with Lizzie Romaine. Hi, again. Hi again. Hi again. How you doing, you right? <laughs> yeah, all good, how's yeah. things? All right, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. It was, um thought we'd do something slightly different today, because... For the watchers and the listeners, we're recording episode four and five quite close together. We won't we won't divulge into how quick. <laughs> Are we not going to? Quite quick. Yeah, so they're they're filmed on the same day. But you know, that's fine. But that's we've changed our clothes. Yes, yeah, so you'd never know. You'd never, never know. But now we owned up to it just because it's easier to. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so because we've obviously recorded episode four and five very close together. We can't really go through, how's your week been? Because we've done all that. Yeah, we've done So all. what we're going to do is we're going to do our top five um, artists to sort of recommend for people's listening pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. So we've gone through and these are artists that, uh, the artists I've chosen are artists that I've played quite a bit on my show that I don't think you would have heard of. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to like go, oh, I've not heard of them. It's a case <laughs> that I think that I'm hoping I'm bringing you something new. Mm. It's the whole point of it. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought quite long and hard about it. I was prepping it gone through it i've changed quite i've got a few honorable mentions as well mm-hmm. so if you so there's more than five no there's well no there's five top five and then a few honorable mentions okay is that fair enough yeah i okay. think that's fair enough yeah have you got yours i have in, in my in, in my your head. head yeah I, d- I i don't need right i for, I, don't, I don't need a cue for the audio listeners <laughs> i have my tablet that i have on here and it gives me my little pointers as and when i need it because if you are a regular listener you know i go off on Massive tangents and swear then massive tangents. Um, so I need a few like things to rein me back in at times. Um, so anyway, right. So yeah, no. So what do you want to do? Have you got have you got like an order or have you? No, I haven't done an order. And the ones that I've chosen are basically from the, my radio show that will have now gone out. I'm trying to remember chronologically, but I think it would have gone out last week. So that was the Queen's Jubilee edition of Positive New Music releases with yeah. Lizzie Romaine. So do you have to talk about yourself in the third person? <laughs> <laughs> so do you unsigned with Matt Wary how many say, times do you say that you I don't say Matt Wary you Matt. do do I yeah okay, you've definitely me said ne- it before me up on it next you've time. definitely I'm sure there's a bit <laughs> um, so anyway I've taken five pop tracks because it's kind of pop and alt pop that show so right. I've basically I've not gone for like my favourite artists of all time because I've got too many favourites it's not going to be fair to kind of call them out so I have you have <laughs> you can do that I've been controversial <laughs> I've just basically gone from like five artists that I've been supporting for quite a long time and they happen to be in my show which is last week's show yeah yeah, yeah. so you said so this is coming out on Patreon on the 10th and then mm-hmm. it'll be public on the 11th yeah so yeah it would have been last week wouldn't it for Jubilee yeah but um but you yeah, know I think it's good we're bringing new music to each other as well because mm. I don't think I've heard of the artists that you're going to bring up and you mm-hmm. vice versa with mine so it's good that we're all sharing the knowledge Sharing the knowledge. Sharing knowledge, like taxi drivers. <laughs> um, right, so I'll start, I'll go, well, basically, yeah, I haven't ordered these, uh, well, now you made me feel bad. I, 
I've basically gone for five artists that I've known for quite a while or have made a big a big impact on when I've listened to it, I've gone, fuck me, that's good. Um so but yeah, all of these artists are fantastic in their own right. I've chosen a few different genres as well, right? So I'll go first because why not? Um I've gone for Eliza May. Okay. Eliza May. So yep. she's in Bur- she's from Birmingham and uh the track that she sent us was Edge This Way. And it is one of those tracks that I, I've had in my head quite a lot and I think it's someone that should hopefully if she's listening or watching well obviously what we'll do we'll tag them in the bottom of the video and the audio and stuff so you guys can go and check them out on spotify or instagram or whatever um but yeah eliza may is my first recommendation to you because she's um she's pop um so i think you'll like it but it's got yeah it's like i quite enjoy her music okay interesting so i've got one for you go on so we've already established that you don't know any of these artists. No, because I want I didn't want it, right? Because I know what you're like. And on Unsigned with Matt Werry, what we do. Ah, there you um, go. Yeah, no, because we've got, we got different demographics, haven't we, as well? Because obviously we you're in Hayes mm. and I'm typically in Essex mm. and obviously Islington. But um, yeah, we've got a different sort of demographics. So we're not necessarily, there's so many unsigned and independent artists out there. It's lucky we don't know all of them because... Yeah, we'd have a show, wouldn't we? It's very true. But the, the, I think the cool thing is, is there are quite a lot also which we do both know about. So that's kind of cool. Well, as yeah, well. Like Ocean Floors, obviously yeah. San Quentin that we yeah. played, who are signed now, but we obviously both knew them. Yeah, the Great Leslie as well. Yes, which yeah. we've established. Oh. So my oh no, I'll tell you off. No, no, no. <laughs> what's that? No, no, go for it. What were you going to say? Oh, so basically, what I'm trying to do. No, you're st- right. So basically, what we're trying to do is pre-book guests aren't we yeah so the great leslie will hopefully be on at some point which i'm going to try and line up for when you're available as well if you do it on the day where i'm not here i'm going to be so gutted (laughs) i won't know please don't do that i promise (laughs) as long as it is in ollie's schedule i will do it when you're here okay good right cool so yeah we're looking to trying to do that but the dates we were talking about earlier around Mm -hmm. then we're trying to figure it out anyway yes um yeah so who's your first one then to recommend to me maddox jones right okay he is really really cool and he actually so the cool thing about Maddox Jones is he sounds like just like someone that you'd meet down a pub like he is so cool and just like really really like relatable Mm -hmm. and a bit like our lovely guest today Heidi just really really relatable and just amazing and then one of his tracks comes on so one is in my head which is called better now and his voice just sounds completely different so for my so he sings differently to he he sings differently to how he talks but his voice is just absolutely incredible and every single song that he releases is really really catchy they get stuck in my head and he sent a message to matt goss basically being like i'm guessing around this sort of vibe uh can i head can i be your support act and matt goss actually turned around and said yes so he's actually supporting now matt goss on tour or whatever he's doing or at least one gig that's really cool so it's really cool but anyway you have to go and listen to maddox jones especially better now it's a very good track but he's also just released another one which is in my show last week (laughs) 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 what's your second one so my second one on the list is from James Revit. So mm-hmm. James Revit is um, an artist in his own right, but he's also one half of the Ballatinos as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pray for Better Days is their track. But I've gone for James as a solo because his track Falling in Love is a track that I've used on a few of the promos for the radio show as well. So if you hear like our stuff of like, catch me on Sundays at seven on whatever, um, it's, you, it's his music pretty much playing underneath. Um, and it's a, it's a great sort of dance track, real summer vibe. And it was one of those ones that, yeah, really hit me. And I was like, I love this. And it's so different. Also, I love the Ballatinos, but it's so different to that. 
it just shows that he's got so much talent that he can um, write music as part of the Ballatinos and something that's a completely different genre in uh, Falling in Love as well. So yeah, that's uh, that's my next recommendation for you. So my next recommendation for you is Darla Jade. Now Darla Jade is an absolute babe. So she's actually quite often guesting on a lot of other tracks. So oh, I can't remember the name of them now, but they're like an EDM artist. And she's been on one of their tracks as well, which is just absolutely amazing. But she also releases, I think like her releases that she's releasing on her own are quite pop, you know, quite mm. pop tracks. So I really like Disconnect. And that came out probably, I'd like to say about six months ago now, maybe slightly longer. But that's a just, oh, it just gets stuck in my head. I played it to you mm. earlier. And it's just really, really catchy. But Darla J, she's such a busy girl. She's always releasing tracks, whether they're on her own or whether she's on another artist's, you know, um, like featuring as, on yeah, featuring track, on yeah. another artist track, but just every single thing that she released, I don't think there's been a single track yet that I've been like I don't like. Is it similar to like, um, uh, oh Christ, what's her name, Becky Hill, like where she came, mm, started on the yeah. scene as like being like featuring on, That's and then she's it. now developing her own stamp. I really things. think Darla Jade is going to be like our new Becky Hill, and I'm going to say that with passion and you know, I, re- I no, yeah. honestly, I really do believe in Darla Jade. So you've got to check her oh, 100%. out. Yeah. 100%. Next one I've got for you, and they got a special mention on the podcast two weeks ago now, um, is Anorak. Um, Anorak are a girl band from Cambridge. Uh, they're all around 16, 17, I believe. Um, still in school, college, all that sort of good stuff. And uh, the reason why I've chosen them is I do like their new track, Marseille, that's literally come out a couple of weeks back, played that on the show. Um, but their, their first track got me. I really like their first track, which was uh, Girls Break Hearts and Boys Break Noses. Um, but I think it's important to sort of recognise them as a girl band that are self-producing their own stuff um, and hopefully paving the way for more indie girl bands or any girl band, any genre, to sort of come through the ranks um, because I don't think you see enough of it. And I think they're paving the way, hopefully, for a brighter future for female artists in the industry. Are they rock then, did you say? Indie. Are they indie indie or indie rock? Yeah, yeah, indie rock, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I've got there's another really good band as well. This isn't actually on my list, but I will do a special shout out to these guys. Honourable mention. An honourable mention, as Matt says. I've got a few of them. (laughs) Yeah, so Baxter. Baxter are really amazing. They're quite sort of indie rock as well. And Oh, you know Baxter? B-A-X-T-R. Oh, yeah. yeah, Baxter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So we do know one that both together. <laughs> but they're amazing as well. Like I love all of their show art that they do. They've got like a really great sound. I don't think they've released for maybe, what, a couple of months now? Mm. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for your next one, Baxter. But <laughs> your girl's right behind you over here. So we can't wait to hear it. Your girl's? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> your girl. <laughs> your girl and your boy. <laughs> I thought you were calling me a girl. Anyway, that's fine. I don't mind. I've been called worse. Um, <laughs> was it my turn? Was it the third one? Oh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. That was an honourable mention. Honourable mention, yes. Yeah, that was an honourable mention. Yeah. So my next one is Ryan Meeking. He's actually uh, an artist in his own right. He's originally from Australia, but he's currently or most recently moved to London. So he's now London-based. And he's got a track out, which is called Endless Run. And Endless Run, I actually used quite a lot on one of my promos, one of my shows, which was the Pumpkin Edition, which obviously came out near sort of Halloween time. I was going to say, yeah, that's yeah. the best time of year for that. Yeah, but Endless Run is 
it's got a really great hook in it and we established earlier that it was done on keys um, and it's very very good and just every single track he's been releasing he's released an EP recently I think it's got five tracks on it if I'm remembering rightly and like over the last couple of shows I've been sort of releasing a track putting a track in putting a track in but Endless Run you've got to check that out by Ryan Meeking it's really really catchy and it speaks to my soul Oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> that's a hell of a recommendation, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Next one I've got on my list is a local band to me. Um, I don't think they've actually performed at all yet. They're still writing a lot of music, but it's Judging the Kid. And um, Christian from the band, he's uploaded uh, a lo- quite a lot of music to me over the past sort of few months. And originally, I invited him to do our event in Chumpsford that we had on May the 4th Be With You. And um, but he said he was still sort of developing his sound and his music and all that. So he couldn't make the event, which is completely fair enough. And obviously, honesty is the best policy. So, uh, yeah, so he, he couldn't make that event. But hopefully he'll be at an event in the future. But yeah, judging the kids. May the fourth be with you. Yeah, it was For Star Wars star, star Wars, Star Trek. Oh, yeah, we established that you're not <laughs> a, star, a star fan. I don't like star things. I just don't get it. Your boyfriend does, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he likes yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> Shout out to Adrian. <laughs> star Trek, not Star Wars in his case, as we've established. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the difference, to be fair. So In space, aren't they? Yeah, they're both in space, doing sp- spacey bits. Right, so <laughs> my, my next artist is Emerger. So Emerger aren't actually from the UK, but that's right. all right, isn't it? That's all right. That's okay. So they're actually a duo from Cape Town, South Africa. So it's actually uh, a boy and a girl. <laughs> I sound like I'm doing a fairy tale or something. They're basically <laughs> a boy and a, a girl cu- from they're Cape Town. <laughs> they're a couple and they write their own tracks and they've i think i've probably been supporting them for maybe about a year now or something like that Mm. so they've had like urban wilderness round we go uh their most recent one is aeroplane park and that one came out probably maybe a month ago now Mm -hmm. and i actually premiered it on my show which was really nice of them so they're really really good it's sort of alt pop but it's it's got so many layers in it's like really sort of cinematic and it's got all of these like cool little layers and like sounds coming in and like i'm making it sound wild it's not it's very very you know commercial listenable but the lyrics as well are just yeah they're just really really cool so uh, i'm probably not selling it very well sorry merger but Please go and check them out as well because they're really, really good. I think it's nice to have. I know that. So for unsigned, we are we do sort of try and promote um, like local or UK talent at the very least. But I think it, it is nice when you get these international acts come to us mm. and say because I had a band called Jubilee, which is quite apt for the past week. Um, <laughs> but they, I think they're from New York, if I remember rightly. And um, they've yeah they've sent music. They're very like nineties like band esque like mm. boy not boy band but you know like the Oasis Blur sort of era like that sort of that sort of sound which is like I've played their track on the show a couple of times so although we are like for the home of emerging UK artists we also had someone from Norway recently as well (laughs) Um, but it's nice to get other people involved with the show because obviously the audience is in the UK but it's nice to have people from all over the globe getting involved well to be honest I just think if someone sends me a track and I like it I'm not just gonna be like oh sorry you're from a different country like go away for me because I'm my own presenter producer whatever I can do what I want I can play what whatever I want yeah. so I've got two artists from Germany at the moment which are amazing Bill Bowell and Kool-Aid they're both amazing artists they just both happen to be from Germany I'll still play them on my show because yeah. I love their tracks like they're really just fantastic both completely different with the sort of indie vibe mm. but they're, they're, they're both amazing yeah, I don't want to just not play them on my show I want to play the best right. music I don't care where it's from particularly yeah. obviously you know there's going to be more artists from the UK because 
that's where I'm from. But yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, it's nice to throw them in as well. Oh, definitely. I think it's nice to get a different variety in the show, but it's also, you know, we're trying to promote unsigned talent from everywhere. We're not saying, I'm not saying I'm a particularly global show. We get a few people from outside the UK that get involved with it. But yeah, no, it is nice to get a little bit of a mix. So yeah, if you're an unsigned band or artist, website, all that stuff, description below. I'm probably bored of me saying it now. Unsigned <laughs> with Matt Wherry. Um, <laughs> was that on this or was that earlier I'm positive new music releases with Lizzie Romain <laughs> uh, right is it my turn or your turn I said judging the kids Come oh you did the merger yeah yes. um, Publix The Publix is uh, Nottingham based band uh, Marathon and Hills is their track I've played it loads of times I actually said on my radio show a couple of weeks ago it's probably one of my most favourite tracks. Sounds like Del Boy when I say that. One of my favourite tracks that have been uploaded to me. Um, they've had a few gigs recently around Nottingham, Mansfield, and I think Stoke, but I might have got that one wrong. But around that way anyway, around the Nottingham sort of area. Um, and I'd love to be able to see them at some point soon or get them on this or whatever. But yeah, the Publics, they're a great band. Looking forward to hearing more from them and hopefully seeing them at a live event soon. That's definitely a recommendation for you guys. And I think this is my final one now, isn't it? Yeah. Is this our final one? So this is actually an artist I've come across literally this week or maybe it was last week. And they're not, I don't think they're unsigned specifically. Does mm -hmm. that matter? Probably. For the sake of argument, nah, go on. You do what you want anyway. <laughs> I do do what I want anyway. I mean, that is what it is. I don't actually know. Like, he's playing at festivals, but the thing is, we've already established, like, through doing the podcast yeah, that, yeah. you know, people do play at festivals. Oh, I, yeah, no. I, I don't could... necessarily always ask them, excuse me, are you unsigned? I do, because oh, it, yeah, the whole, I guess obviously, you it's the brand, isn't it? And also, and that's what, what I'm doing all the time. But I think it's, um, yeah, no, independent, unsigned artists. Yeah, you can give them a shout out on this. Emerging artists. Emerging artists Emerging from the UK artists. and beyond. And the UK and beyond. <laughs> I have to find my list next time <laughs> no you're right who, who was it then? um yeah so seb Lowe. Oh. Uh, i haven't come across seb Lowe before but the track that kind of stood out for me was called oh, i was called upper upper class upper class I think it's called Up Class. Um, but it sounds very much like Hamilton in the way that he's kind oh, of rapping. Yeah, it's just really, really cool. Like, I, lo I really like Hamilton as it is. But mm. then for him to have kind of brought that style of rapping into a song... Maybe I live in a cupboard or a hole somewhere. Or a um, cubby hole. <laughs> maybe. But I've not come across that before. And I, I just, it blew me away this week. So a little shout out to him, whether he's signed or unsigned or whatever. It's a really, really good track. So go check it out. I've got a few honourable mentions myself. Right? <laughs> this isn't like, so basically I've got, as we've both established before, both said before, we're quite lucky to get so many unsigned <clears throat> unsigned independent emerging artists send us music and we obviously both of us both of us listen to everything that we get sent um but yeah there's only five that we could choose in our list so i wanted to give a shout out to in earnest black pines tark bowen the trusted swiss and columbia as well so different variety you go on you, you find I, yours shall i go through my list of <laughs> yeah you can do i mean basically from <laughs> no, <I'm joking>. <laughs> <laughs> from what i've done there right so swiss we've talked about freddie before he's like a dj and a producer and uh he's a he's fantastic like house music it's something very different to the usual stuff i get sent right columbia are a welsh rock band um the trusted are from south end they're very indie pop vibes um Tark Bowen, a solo artist from London. I think he was in Hamburg for quite a long time, but yeah, he's he's got a fantastic voice. Black Pines, we know a lot about. If you haven't checked out the Black Pines yet, go and do it. And in earnest, fantastic band um that I've got a lot of time and support for um over the last year or so. So yeah, no, they're just some honourable mention. We want to mix it up a little bit on this week's first section because as you would have heard in the first part, 
we're recording episode four and five very closely we're together. We're cheating it. We're cheating. But the magic of post-production and all that stuff. <laughs> Smoke and mirrors. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we had Good Health, Good Wealth on the show last week. Mm-hmm. They were brilliant. Mm-hmm. Top lads. Really top they lads. They were top lads. It was good fun, good it interview. Was, it was. It was just, it was. they spoke very, um, they just love what they do. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's what, I think when you meet, when we're meeting these unsigned artists and we're meeting the artists behind the music, they, they really just love what they do. They're not doing it for, I mean, your average person is going out to earn their money, to pay their rent, to, you know, to see someone who is so, to see like the two guys who are so heavily uh, in love with what they do. Mm. It's, so, it's so refreshing to see and it's inspiring. Mm. But I think like surely all like all emerging artists to a certain extent, do you really think that most like many emerging artists will come through and just be like, we're doing it for the fame? I don't know. I feel like you would be doing it because you're passionate I, I hope, about it. Yeah, I hope not. I think that it might. I think that some people might turn into it. Might turn into that potentially, or people that. But I don't know. I no one I've come across is like that. Mm. Um, I think there are certain people out there that are probably doing it for that. I don't mm-hmm. think they're necessarily musicians. Um, but you yeah, know, I think it, I'm just. My point is, is that it's nice to meet people because all mm. we get sent so nice many genuine tracks. people. Yeah, yeah, we get sent so many tracks, and I think that. You're not that you sort of prejudge people, but you never know exactly what people are going to be like. And when you have a sit down conversation in the relaxed environment, it's so nice to actually get to meet the people behind it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's Absolutely. Not- I think that's the cool thing about interview. We were sort of saying it in the corridor um, of this lovely building earlier, weren't yeah. we? We were basically just saying that actually it's really lovely doing interviews because as in- interviewers, we're trying to bring out the best in our interviewees and it's so nice just to meet so many different people and yeah just kind of vibe off of them and just Mm. you know you've we've we've listened to their tracks but it's kind of taking the their tracks and trying to get like a little slice of their life out yeah for everyone else to enjoy i guess i think i don't think we struggled with that at all no i think like they were they were certainly in weren't they yeah yeah so it's nice there's just a couple of couple of geezers (laughs) <laughs> so it was, it was brilliant i absolutely loved it but our guest on this week's show is heidi is who is someone that i've known for probably about six seven months and uh, we started out on the saturday sessions uh, which was on south end and chelmsford it's developed obviously into unsigned with matt worry and uh, and now we're obviously <laughs> i'm never i'm just going to always refer to it as that now. uh but yeah so we've known i've known heidi for a while she's released a couple she sent us a couple of tracks slow replies and rose form we've had uh, i'm not sure valentine i think don't think we actually got off Heidi, so I have a word with her about that later on. But um, yeah, she's coming on the show. Haven't met her in person before, um, but really excited to get her on because she's someone who's got a very big presence on uh, social, on TikTok especially. So it'd be interesting to get her take on all of that. Yes, yeah. yes, good. You know what? I was just thinking, you need unsigned with Matt Wherry. You've missed a bit out of your T-shirt there. You need to send that one back and get another one. It's just not good enough, to be honest. Rob, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> Abby, come back. <laughs> Do you know what, right? The whole thing, the whole, I, I know you're just breaking my balls here, but anyway, that was a very American term. Whatever. I've never heard that before. Uh, it's, Ameri- it's like, I think I got it from Sopranos. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not a gangster. <laughs> as you can tell um, yeah no it was I think with the whole unsigned brand it's not it's not about me alright Lizzie so you haven't got a t-shirt with your face on then no I've got a picture of your face on it <laughs> <laughs> right next so- week <laughs> Right. Bring him a present for next week. Just a picture of your face. No, your face. Oh, I'm not a picture of my face. 
I think. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I think we need a break. Right. What we're going to do is we're going to end this section here. We're going to get uh, Heidi on shortly. Um, just before she does, do you want to promote your Jubilee show? Uh, yep. So Positive New Music Releases with Lizzie Romaine. Of course it is. It's out on the Thursday of the Jubilee weekend, which I can't remember the date of. When When is that date? It's two days time for us, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So what's the date now? It's the 31st. My happy birthday, Ash. Yeah. Second, Thursday the 2nd of June yep. is when it comes out. But it'll be on my website, yep. which is lizzyremain.co.uk. And it'll also be on Mixcloud as well. So you can listen back. And there'll be lots of pop tracks, uh, including the artists that I've just plugged today and many, many more. And yeah, I'll see you there. Lovely stuff. We have got um, our radio show goes out Sundays from 7 on Extra Total Excess. Radio Chelmsford, another one coming soon, which we all know more about in the future, and is on Islington Radio as well. I know! And on Islington Radio as well. <laughs> it's not like we're not plugging it enough, is it? Where? Who? <laughs> um, <laughs> what radio? But also, if you want early access to radio shows, to podcasts, to exclusive content, go to our Patreon, £1 a month. It gets you loads of exclusive content that is coming from ourself and our Chelmsford gigs. And also... There is some news coming very soon and Patreons are going to be the first people to know about it. So mm. make sure you get yourself on there. But we are now going to take a break. We'll get Heidi in and we'll see you in section two. We laugh now. <laughs> I'm always laughing. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Hi guys, welcome to the Unsigned Podcast. One of our partners is Mates, which is mental health awareness through educational speaking. I'm lucky enough to be an ambassador for Mates. Um, if you want to go to their website, if you want any support or any information about what they do, it's weareyourmates.com. They're a peer-to-peer support group and uh, they're based in Chelmsford in Essex. They do walks and talks, but they've got a Facebook group as well. So that is a shout out for Mates, weareyourmates.com for more information. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Right, everyone, welcome to <laughs> section two of the Unsigned Podcast. Our guest this week is Heidi. <laughs> how you doing, all right? Yeah, I'm not too bad. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Um, where were you this morning? Oh, I was in Dalston yep. um, at Pirate Studios yep. um, doing rehearsals for my headline show that's coming up. Um, four hour long rehearsal. I was going to say four hour long show then. I thought, yeah. bloody hell. Yeah, no. no, 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 not, not for me. Um, but yeah, four hour long rehearsal. Yep. Stuck in a very tiny sweaty room. Like this? <laughs> Do you know what? Honestly, and for anybody who is watching, who was watching my live stream earlier, I right. went, I got to the rehearsal studio early and I've got like a vocal warm up tube mm-hmm. and I had it, you have to put it in water and I had it in water and I was like doing my warm ups and I was like, I have not got any change of clothes. So I was just, I need to try and keep my stuff clean. Like, so I'm coming here later. <laughs> and I was like, just blowing into this tube and water just went everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, just might as well go home now. Might no, as well just leave. <laughs> no, well, I'm glad you came in. What is a vocal warm up tube? Uh, it's basically just like a really big, <laughs> really blue um, and long tube, and you basically just put it into water, and you just hum or you like blow into it, and just do your normal vocal warm ups for it. And it basically just sends like vibrations down to your vocal cords, and just helps warm them up in a right. better way. So yeah, 
don't come at me vocal coaches if that was wrong. <laughs> I feel like I needed that earlier. Yeah, I was going to say, right have cough. you done yours this morning? No, I haven't. In your coffee or you? <laughs> no, <laughs> my cold coffee. I've gone through that. But no, I didn't do mine earlier. We've known each other a bit. We, I think the first track you uploaded to us was Slow Replies. Yeah, that was the first one. That was the baby. That when was, was that? The, that was October right, um, okay. last year. So, so that was 2021. Yeah. yeah, so it was my first ever release, actually. Um, I wrote that song ages ago. It was one of the first songs that I like had properly written that right. I was like, okay, I really think that I could release this. Mm. And um, I got it recorded in some guy's house, like really dodgy, just like in the back <laughs> of some guy's, like his parents' like garage. Well, um, yours, was it? <laughs> 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 and it was just like really rock and it was really punky. And at the yeah. time I was like, oh, this is cool. But I like, Something just didn't sit right with me and um, I attempted to release it. Mm. I actually uploaded it to the distributor and it was ready to come out. And then we went into a lockdown right. and I was just like, oh, this ruined all my plans for it. I'm just going to take it down. And I took it down and that was the best decision that I'd ever made because I would have released a completely different version oh, to really? the song that everybody knows well, now. Yeah. And... Um, I was just running a hundred miles an hour. I just wanted everything all at once. I was yeah. so determined and I wrote myself back then. Like when I think back and I saw it, I was just like, I'm going to release an EP next month. Like I was ready to go. I had what the material, but I was kind of playing catch up to everybody. If that makes sense, because I'd only really just started doing music. I've been doing it my whole life, mm -hmm. but I'd only really just started. So um, I didn't give myself time to, grow and figure out the kind of music that i wanted yeah. to make so yeah that was the little baby that one but yeah i guess all that comes with time though doesn't it i mean if you're yeah. trying to not run before you can walk but if you're trying to go all guns blazing into it it's going to take if you've obviously had to take that step back due to lockdown yeah. it gave you time to develop as an artist as well as developing the song as well right exactly exactly and it lockdown like everybody says oh like lockdown was the worst mm. for me it was the best thing that ever happened to me like right. i would not have half of what i have right now mm -hmm. if i if we didn't go into a lockdown oh, wow. all of my following came from lockdown all of my songs were pretty much written in lockdown oh, cool. um everything my development i taught myself how to probably play my instruments rather than just like trying to blag it yeah yeah um it gave me the time that i always wish for i always wished i wish i could have a month off school to like get myself sorted yeah and I, it happened and i was like oh this is incredible and then it just kept getting longer and longer and i was like this is great and everybody <laughs> all my friends were like oh we, we miss each other and no offense to all my friends but i didn't miss anyone <laughs> i really didn't <laughs> You're I, busy, I, yeah. was, I was i would literally wake up my my dad bless him built me a studio in, in my oh. garden when i was younger um really dodging <laughs> it's actually really <laughs> nice on the inside but the outside it looks terrible um but he we built it piece bit, bit by bit little yeah, by yeah. little and it, it turned out all right and um i'd wake up in the morning i would go out there like six seven in the morning oh wow Ooh, um and early. i would stay there all day till about four in the morning and i'd be singing on people's live streams people in america wow. people other celebrities and that's how i built my following and mm. i was i was doing music every single day pretty much 24 7 and i barely give myself a chance to yeah to rest but i didn't need to because i was like, on a roll and you're then, inspired as well, aren't yeah, you? Like, day, you don't need food or sleep when you're inspired. Exactly. It's and a it bit was, like busking as well, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Doing it's, on live stream, but sort of, yeah. Yeah, no, it was. It literally was like busking, but mm. it was it was kind of like a talent like talent show, if you kind of imagine. like Because you, you go on and you only really get like a minute. You can't sit there and sing a whole song to someone. Cause yeah. 
the internet's so fast paced people get bored so i was like okay right i've got on my idol's instagram i'm literally in front of my idol right now and i need to sing to them oh, and wow. i need to do i need to do it good because six thousand people are watching me and i need to do like i need to do it properly and i've got to impress and i've got to get i've got to show these people in one minute who i am as a person yeah. who i am as an artist and if I'm good or not. And, th and that's all you have. You have a minute to do all of those things. So not only is it just about physically being ready to do that performance, mm. but it's also just being in the, the, like being able to control your mental state. Because if you imagine Instagram, it's like, okay, I've requested to go on this person's life. And you're thinking, oh, there's, there's hundreds of people watching now. Yeah. Not going to get chosen. So you're spamming in the comments, add me, add me, add me. <laughs> and um, you're waiting. And then all of a sudden you get the 30 second circle come up. So you, you're like, wow. oh, 30 seconds. And then you got to quickly set everything up and then go. And you're yeah. on the phone to somebody you really look up to. <clears throat> so for me, it was just like an emotional roller coaster. Who was um, the best one that you've been on? Uh, um do you know what there's i would say there's four top ones for me and i know wow. that's a lot i can't choose the best one my favorite artist ever mm -hmm. at, the, at the minute and for as long as i can remember is sam Tompkins. i don't know if you've heard of him before um but he's one of my favorite artists and singing to him was incredible because he's one of my favorite artists yeah. um the biggest audience i sang to and something that was like kind of like a a full circle moment for me was when I sang to Sky Jackson, who is a Disney Channel star. Oh, right. And she was on like Jesse with like Debbie Ryan and Cameron Boyce. And like, I was obsessed with that every single day. I'd watch it when I was right. a kid. And there was like 8,000 people watching. Wow. And um, they done like a talent show. And I got all the way through to like the final round. And like her mum and her have been like supporting me ever since. Like um, they always oh, respond wow. to my messages. And they just gave me a massive platform. Every time I sang on their live, there was like 8,000 people watching. So wow. it was really cool. So that's definitely up there. Um, Tom Grennan was a really mm. good one. Wow. Um, he's he's a, he's an absolute legend. Shout out Tom, because he also <laughs> like has given me a, a lot of advice and guidance. And he's just, he's a legend really. Isn't yeah. he? So he just looks like such a down to earth guy yeah. as well. Like so good. He really is. And I think probably one of the, probably the best one was Lucy Spraggan oh, um, yeah, yeah. because she has given me so much advice since then like on a level that like is like you wouldn't I can't even say how much yeah. advice she's given me and she's saved me from a lot of bad mistakes I could have made mm. so um, yeah she's an absolute legend shout out Lucy Spraggan what's the best advice she gave you can you give one tip to anyone watching um <laughs> maybe not your best tip because otherwise i mean <laughs> don't give it away yeah <laughs> probably to just not not do what the obvious choice is for a singer in the industry and take that opportunity to go on these massive tv shows mm. i think because there's other ways into the industry that are more real and more raw probably yeah. um but even just down to the fact of like this is how the industry works and this is how you can stay being yourself and still succeed, which I think is the most important thing because a lot of artists are very, very like, I'm not going to tell you the, the secrets. I'm going to keep them for myself yeah. and very, very selfish. So when you find artists that are genuine and mm. they genuinely support you and they genuinely want to see you do well, it's like gold dust. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. 
She's well. She's seen it from that end, isn't she? Exactly. Like obviously, being on what was what was it? She was she on BGT or was she on X Factor? I think it yeah. was. Yeah. So she's obviously seen it from that end, and she's probably seen all those you know those sort of snakes and people sort of trying to just get her for as much as they can, bleed her dry, and then yeah, whatever. But my sister's a massive fan of Lucy. She goes and sees her quite a bit when she's out yeah. out and about and stuff. So it's cool that you're getting advice from some really big people in the yeah. in the industry. I don't even think that it's just the the people in the the film industry and the record label industry that's trying to do you wrong because you know if you've got your head screwed on you know what's dodgy in a contract and if you've got the right people looking for it with you you're all right i think the main issue is you can't control how you're going to be portrayed on tv you Mm. might say something that you meant in it's like texting someone what you didn't mean to be horrible and you just sort of be like fun and like nice it comes across as like oh you're an arsehole um but like you can't portray how like you can't you can't know how you're going to be portrayed on tv and i think that's the main thing like you you should be in in control of your own story as an artist you shouldn't let somebody tell your story you should tell it yourself and i think that's the most important thing and that's why i'm so open with everything that i do on social media because i grew up on social media yeah and i don't see any artists tell the truth and i don't see any artists posting about how they was you know scraping money together to be able to pay for a rehearsal studio mm. for a show that they're gonna make no money on but they're doing it because they they love it you know yeah. nobody shared that part they only share the parts where they're playing the o2 you know yeah, so yeah, yeah. and i want to be so transparent about that because i want i know people who have been around since i had zero people watching my live streams mm-hmm. to you know developing so much and they're still there they're still watching and i i want to be able to be honest and real with them mm-hmm. so it's, it's such a big thing for me just transparency i feel like about being authentic as well yeah people get to know the real you then don't they i mean you've got a hell of a following as well i was having a look at the numbers earlier (laughs) i think you've got like 16 and a half thousand followers on tiktok and you had like a quarter of a million likes it's mad i didn't even know that many likes yeah (laughs) he's memorized it seriously i think i wrote it down where is it sure i wrote it down yeah two two hundred thousand four 46.6 so nearly quarter of a million likes that's that's crazy it's weird because i don't really think about the numbers Mm. it's really really easy to get caught up in the numbers and i have done in the past like but it's more of like if i spend a lot of time putting effort into a video and and i'm like oh do people not like it Mm. like what did i do something wrong like is do people not like that i've put whereas i'll post a video that i spent 10 seconds 30 seconds on and it does really well and it's like oh so mad how it works isn't it with that yeah, so I just think it's important to not get caught up in the numbers because, like you said, if you're just being real and authentic, like yeah. that's all that matters. And I, I always think, like, whenever I get myself caught up in those numbers, I think to myself, hang on a minute, if I was singing to 100 people in a room, yep. I'd be gassed. So yeah, why am yeah. I upset that only 100 people have seen my video or 100 people have liked it? Yeah. That's 100 different people that have watched me sing and have taken their time to actually like it, you know? So I feel like there's so much, like, more in the numbers than you'd think you compare yourself to all these big artists who are getting thousands and hundreds and hundreds and it's like well actually there's so much like that's a lot of people when you think about if you put a hundred people in this room like Mm. that's a lot of people especially in this room on top of each other (laughs) in it (laughs) so would you say then that it's not really you don't get too caught up in the content you kind of more like live your life record a few bits it's all natural and then you sort of put it up yeah exactly that i feel like i document everything because Mm -hmm. i I want 
one day I want to make a really good documentary. So there's also that. You yeah, know, like, yeah. have you seen Kanye West documentary? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, seen my it, God. Though. It's basically like a three-hour-long documentary, and he'd been filming this documentary since 2000. Oh, wow. Before anybody knew who he was, because he was like, I know I'm going to be one of the greatest of all time. And he'd been filming since, like, he was so young. Everything is amazing because of it's literally from when he was, like, living at home with his mum. That's oh, really cool. So it is so, it's so cool. And it's like, well, one, like, that's literally what I've been doing since I was 12. Right. So, like, I want to make a really cool documentary one day. Um, but because I believe in what I do. But yeah. also because, like I said, I want to be transparent with it. And another part of it is I've always loved filming videos. Like, mm. I, like I was saying about earlier about having a GoPro. Yeah. And taking it on holiday. I always like I remember like we never really went on holidays growing up because it was too expensive. Mm-hmm. Um and I went a couple of times when I was younger, like once I think to Spain and then when I was like 14 we went for the first time to Turkey. Oh, right. And I was like, "Oh, sick. Like this is so fun." And I was like, I'm taking all my camera stuff that I'd saved up all my pocket money for and um I had a GoPro and um I would just film the entire holiday and yeah. then um, I would spend the entire night time when everybody else was like at the uh, show stuff sitting in the lobby like or whatever reception area yeah, that was yeah. so American in the <laughs> lobby in the lobby <laughs> from South End girl come on <laughs> in the reception area trying to get Wi-Fi to upload the videos that I've spent hours editing while I'm still on the holiday yeah. and I just loved it I loved the process of filming and editing and creating so, so for me I do love creating that like more like better quality content because I love the process yeah. but I always say to other people who are trying to get into it if you don't love creating the content don't do it just mm-hmm. do the raw stuff because you should love what you do and yeah. always always you should always love what you do I've been so like I will never do anything that I don't want to do like mm-hmm. if I ever get to a point that I'm doing something I don't want to do I don't care if, care if I'll be poor I don't care if I'll have no like nothing to do I won't do it I, I'm very like adamant about if there's something I don't want to do I will find a way to not do it. So like when when I say to people like that, when I see people who are clearly forcing content, I'm like, why? Mm. It like, comes across make, as well, yeah, doesn't like, it? Why? Just yeah. make content you enjoy. Cause I, I don't want to consume fake content. Mm. Like you said about podcasts, they're so raw. I don't want to consume stuff that's clearly, you know, they're all happy on camera and then at the end of the clip you see them like drop out of it. It's yeah. so fake and it's like it's boring, you know, yeah, you want yeah. real stuff. So yeah. I haven't got time in my day to consume your fake content. <laughs> That's a hell of a quote, isn't it? That? <laughs> I haven't. Don't I give me your fake content. content. I don't want it. Like it's so. <laughs> I just think like I feel bad for people because I'm like, wow, you're really doing something you don't like because mm. it's so easy. I get that you know in life as you get older to get by you have to do things you don't like, but if you really really like. Like, even if you spend five minutes of your day doing something that you like, it will completely outweigh the stuff that you don't like. So it's like, it's, it's important to do that because if even if like you're working a really bad job and you really can't leave it, you know, I've been in the same situation, but just spending five minutes with my guitar when I get home mm. will completely turn my day around. And I won't even think about the hours that I've just spent at work. And I think that that's just the most important thing. Same with content. If you spend 30 seconds making one video that you like, mm then you won't even be bothered about the other stuff that you have to do, you know? It's very wise advice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really wise. I mean, I don't even know how old you are, but it's such good advice. Yeah, how you old know? do you think I am? Go on. Oh, no. Matt, You're how so old? Wait, no, no, wait, wait. Go on. Go on. Don't, don't, don't. Go on, how old? No, I'm, yes. not, I'm not going. Well, you said about school earlier, right? So school must be a, a, a sort of fairly close 
sort of memory. So what, like, I don't know, early 20s? You're putting me on the spot here. Like, this isn't fair. 20, I'm 20, 20, yeah. Early 20s. Uh, oh, do you know, that's the it. earliest of 20s. Do you know, I, I'm sorry, I've still, I'll take it, I'll take it. <laughs> You're lucky you didn't say any. Do you know, I cried on my 20th birthday. <laughs> what? Because I'm just so sad. What, because you were 20? Nobody could get me 20 balloons. And it's like, I couldn't read any birthday cards because they all started with, I can't believe you're 20. And I thought, neither can I. I can't believe I'm 20 either. <laughs> Oh, I turned 35 this weekend, say. right? <laughs> so, you know. Without being disrespectful, I'd be very upset. <laughs> I'm not sure. Right, if it ain't enough of you give me shit, now you're giving me as well. Look, I just, I just, two of us now. Yeah, great. I'm so glad you both sat on that side. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> I just, I really f- am a child inside. I feel like I'm 15 still. Like, mm. I, I act like a 15-year-old. I am a 15-year-old. Like, I feel like I'm 15. And being, being 20 was just like a... Oh shit! Like, like, he's like, ouch, ouch, <laughs> this hurts. <laughs> but it I to be twenty again. Me, though, it scares me how quick I've turned twenty. Like, am I going to be fifteen tomorrow? No, no, that doesn't work like that. You got thirty no, not years. Quite. No, no, I think right. the thing is though, right? The, you've got a very like solid head on your shoulders because you're talking about you're giving very good advice for someone. This doesn't. It's not supposed to sound patronising, but I wish I knew what I wanted to do at twenty. Mm. I'm still trying to figure that out at 35. <laughs> so the fact that you know what you're doing and you've got that sort of that plan in your head of right, as long as I'm happy doing what I'm doing, that's that's it. Yeah, that's such a, so. I mean, like you say, there's a lot of people that aren't in that position and are having to work a, a crap job because it pays the bills and all that. But you're what you say is in you know find that thing that you find what inspires you and yeah. what makes you happy and doing it for a bit of your day every day it can make such a difference to yeah. everything mental health everything i agree i feel like as well like it actually scares me like you say like oh, i wish i knew what i wanted to do at that age because i'm so choppy and changey like i like at i think it was like um at you know 10 i was like doing karate like i was right. on, like my nearly my, my like brown belt and um at, at 12 I wanted to be a footballer yeah, and I was when like when you're a kid though that happens all the time I li- do that literally now literally f- three, <laughs> three years ago I wanted to be a lawyer what? literally I mean well, you, could, you could do three, that as well like, like and then I wanted to do musical theatre and then like I've right, always I been so changing around but the one thing that's remained constant throughout my life is yeah. music so like when I was 10 and also wanted to be you know, a champ- world champion karate kid. Like Jake Jones. Yeah, literally. I was I was rapping at the same time and yeah. I was doing talent shows at Park Resorts every time we went on holiday and winning us free holidays all the nice. way back. So like, uh, music's been the one thing that's remained constant throughout everything that I've done. Yeah. And it wasn't until I was in sixth form and I was sitting in my law class and I was thinking, I could be writing a song that could be number one one day right now. And... It was, it was just like, um, I was just like, I just need to leave. And I told my mum and my mum was like, I always knew it. You should have gone to music college. And she was just letting me decide for myself what I wanted to do. So then mm. within a week, I dropped out and went to music college. So <laughs> You're so lucky to have such supportive parents. Yeah, you, definitely. You? Because I think there's a lot of people out there that probably don't have that. I certainly do. Um, but yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, uh, you're very lucky to have that and to be supported. There'll be a lot of like, Kids wanting to drop out of sixth form or college or whatever. I imagine that's not a very popular thing in a lot of households. Yeah. So yeah. to have that support there and go to the music college, you're very lucky, really. Yeah. What, what instruments did you um, pick up during lockdown, by the way? Um, it wasn't necessarily that I picked anything up. It was more that I refined what I was already learning. So my first ever instrument that I'd kind of just fiddled around with on the piano, but really basic stuff. Right. Um, so that's how I started writing my songs when I was a lot younger, like 11, 12. Um, and then when I went to high school, 
I was chosen to play the saxophone. Oh, wow. So I got all of like my music theory based knowledge from playing the saxophone. And then I had massive beef with my music teacher. Oh, sorry if you're watching, but he's a legend now. We're friends now. We're friends again. But we had massive beef <laughs> because there was like a rival between music and performing arts at my school. And I started doing performing arts. So there was like a massive well, that rival. That doesn't make sense. I, I know it doesn't make sense. Anyways. So there was a massive rival and then we ended up falling out and I ended up being like, well, screw you then. I'm not playing the saxophone ever again because so, he really wanted me to play the saxophone. So I just right. didn't play the saxophone ever again. And um, then I taught myself the guitar when I was in like year 11. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, yeah, like 16. And then obviously 17 dropped out and I'd only learned really basic stuff on the guitar. Mm-hmm. And then obviously I went to music college and ev- all of the guitarists were so good. And even though I was a vocalist, because I was still playing and singing at the same time, I needed to be competent with it. Like I needed to be able to do it decently. Otherwise I was going to look like an idiot. So um, when we went into lockdown, I was like, oh, sick, I can really focus on it. So I really just like played the guitar like every single day, worked on my piano skills. I picked up the saxophone again, which had been since year 10 that I hadn't touched it. So like 15 to like now 17, like was quite a long time not playing an instrument. So it was nice to be able to just pick that stuff up, stuff up again and find the love for it rather than because I'd built such a hatred towards it because I felt like I was being forced to do it. Yeah, yeah. So like my mum, my mum parents have never been pushy, but my mum loved that I played the saxophone and she always wanted me to go to band like orchestra and I hated it. Right. Um, and I felt like I couldn't say I don't want to go. But when I eventually said oh, I don't want to go, she was fine about it. But yeah, yeah. I felt like every week I was being forced to go, but I wasn't. I just had never said that I didn't want to go. Yeah, it makes sense. So it was nice to find that love for it myself rather than, you know, being yeah. told to do it. So yeah, lockdown was cool for the instrumentation part. Yeah, no, that's cool. I think a lot of people have found the inspiration during lockdown, haven't they? Yeah. Um, but what we're going to do, we're going to wrap up this section. We're going to have a quick break and then we'll come back and we're going to talk about your dream gig. Nice. All right, so we'll come back. <laughs> so join us in section three. Nice. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Unsigned with Matt Wary. If you're an unsigned artist, then go to our website. Tell us a bit about yourself, upload your track, and you could feature on Unsigned with Matt Wary. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Unsigned Podcast. We're here with Heidi, Lizzie Romaine. We are going to get onto your dream gig, but first of all, can we talk a little bit about your event coming up at the Chinneries? Oh, I'm excited. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited. So, um, Chinneries is a venue uh, local to me, Southend. Yeah. Big, big up, Southend Massive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's literally like, the biggest venue in Southend, I think. Yeah, there are a few, aren't there? But I think the Chinneries is like the purpose built. Yeah, for like a music, music venue. venue. Like yeah. it's the biggest music venue in Southend. Um, it's pretty much the only music <laughs> venue. Uh, no, there's, a there's, there's, there's a few, there's a few. There's a few, but a lot of them are like... like Pubs we've done, that have we've, been like yeah, exactly. converted. Or 21 that we've done the other week. Yeah. It's like an art centre that's converted into, it does that element of it. Yeah, the Chinneries exactly. are like, yeah, purpose built. For, yeah, for like, for music. And it's, it's, a, it's a venue that I've always dreamt of playing. Like always, I've just, I've... I've just always wanted to play Chinneries and um, we we started speaking about doing a headline show and I was like, oh, I'm excited. Like, what are we going to do? And we didn't know whether to do it in London first or Southend. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to do it in Southend because it's, it's kind of only right because that's where 
I'm based. That's where, like, you know, a lot of my support has come from. It's all come from Southend. And I know I do have, like, a, a nice following in London as well. But, yeah. like, I felt like it was only right to do this in Southend. Yeah. Um, so we set it all up. I've been organising everything myself. So, like, I booked the venue myself on the phone to the geezer. Um, that is you how know, it's known, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. Yeah, it's on the phone. I was gonna say, I don't. Is that Maple Studios? Is it? Via yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I rang up Maple Studios saying, oh, I want to, want to do a gig at your place. Like so unprofessional. Um, how do you think? Yeah, other how people else do would it, you though? do it? That is how you do I it. I know yeah. exactly, but it's just it's I, not unprofessional. It, I, in, when you put yourself in the place of doing it, it's like, oh my god, is this? Is am I doing it right? Yeah. Is this, you know, like you you don't do know how that, the industry yeah. works when you've never put on a gig before. You don't know what's right and what's wrong. Mm. So it's like, oh, should I email? Should I not? Um, well, am I going to seem like an amateur? Exactly, exactly that. So, so you've got to do it. You've got to put yeah. yourself out there because otherwise they're, they're, they're not going to come to you yeah. and be like, yo, come want to do a gig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I, re I I reached out to them. They said, yeah, cool. Start, start putting everything together. Um, I got myself a band together. I got, you know, I booked all of the rehearsal studios, saved up all my money, um, even down to like, I, I'm, I'm making my own merch in my house. Oh, so wow. like I've, ev anything that I'll be selling at the show is literally handmade by me. I've seen this like a flyers t-shirt. Yeah. So I decided yeah. like, and do you know what? I'm going to use this time here to put, Screw my sister and my auntie because they're professional graphic I've designers. I've got nothing to do with this. <laughs> they are professional graphic designers. Actually, yeah. like my auntie is like a big graphic designer. She's got like 17,000 followers and wow. they, they have not helped me design. Lucy helped me, helped me a little bit more than my sister, <laughs> but they've not helped me design uh, much of my stuff. So I've right. done it all myself. Well done. And I'm not a graphic designer. So do you know what? The designs aren't the most complex, but I think they're cool. And my that's, that's lovely. Simple. Look at mine, my, mine's simple. If, if I was coming to support you, and you know, that's amazing. You actually made the t-shirts <laughs> yourself. That like, funny. that is pretty cool. I don't think many artists could say that they made their own merch. I know, that's why I wanted you to know. do it as well. I know it's going to take me a lot of time. Like, it, uh, honestly, like, even trying to, I think we've made like 20 so far, and we've got like at least like 100 to do. <laughs> and the gigs, the gigs, it, like, it's coming up. We've only got Mate, a couple of weeks. Yeah, you ain't got long. So I've literally every single day, like, getting up super early like printing all of the stuff and putting it on the t-shirts it's been manic um but that's why I, I i've been promoting it so much because this gig is not going to be perfect you know it's not going to be like you know but i, I can promise one thing the music's going to be good because i wrote it <laughs> <laughs> so vain. uh the music's going to be good it'll be fun yeah and the merch was made by me, so that's pretty cool. Who have you got supporting um, you there, by the way? Yes, yeah, so I've got free support acts. Yeah. Um, I've got DCN, who is a rapper that I met through Instagram Lives in oh, lockdown. Wow. He's based in London, but he has just got the most amazing stage presence that I've ever witnessed. Like, he is just, like, on a stage is just unmatchable. So I'm, I've reached out to him. I was like, look, I need you at this show because I need you. And you got to hype it up, you know. So um, DCN is a rapper, so he's going to be there. Um, Maya Rose, who is actually... Um, a local singer, R and B singer. She does kind of more chilled, chilled stuff. Right. And um, and then Wooden Giraffes is the other one where they're like a um, a duo. But I do think they're expanding into a band now. But they're going to be performing as a duo. Right. Um, but it's like upbeat acoustic stuff. So, 
a bit of a like variety yeah, yeah. um and for me the reason i like a lot of people don't really have free support access normally like one or two yeah but i wanted to showcase other artists that i actually like myself and that i listen to and that i think are really talented so be bougie yeah. have three have three have why not you know <laughs> that's we, really cool that you're using your platform to be able to do that for them as yeah well. exactly and uh, you know t- um two of them are local so wooden giraffes is south end base yeah. and so is maya um and obviously DCN's London based, but I wanted to have that variety and I wanted to have that, you know, difference in genre kind of, because yeah. a lot of my stuff is a bit of a mix mash, mix mash. So yeah, <laughs> mi- mi- yeah. mix mash, I don't know that's all. Mismatch is what mishmash? I'm thinking. Mish- what? Whatever, Mish- anyway, yes. Yes. I thought Mishmash. It was- Oh, that's it. I said it as well. Oh, yeah, I did. All right. <laughs> yeah, you are. Producer Ian is not here. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I just yeah, I thought it'd be cool to just showcase those guys because I really like their music myself, and I'm a f- strong believer in that you should be involved in every part of the process. Yeah. And choosing the support acts is a massive part of the process because it makes up the rest of the show. So um, yeah, I wanted to be heavily involved in that. Uh, so yeah, those support very, acts. W- where I've booked a couple of gigs recently, I found that booking the artists was was like I found that I knew who I wanted there because I've been working with a lot of the artists for quite a long time. I knew that I wanted good health, good wealth there because they they came in from London, but they had family in South End, so it was quite a nice family sort of vibe, right? Yeah. The hardest bit I found was yeah, sort of promoting it and all that. I think I've learned a lot in the last two gigs what to do, yeah. what not to do for next time. Obviously, you've got a quite a big following on social media. Has that been the main draw for, for tickets? Do you think, or is it more of the local thing? Um, it's a bit of both. Yeah, from being honest, because the social media thing's a bit crazy because I've got followers from all over the world. Yeah. Um, but it's not like I've got I've got thousands of followers from everywhere. It's not like that. It's more like I'll have like one follower from South Africa. You know, mm. so the chances of that one person coming over from South Africa. Yeah. is small but then that person streams on music all the time and they share it with all their friends in South Africa so it does make a difference to my numbers but for live stuff that stuff's really hard because I can't exactly go to South Africa and do a show for no. one person I mean I'd love to I'd love to do that for <laughs> yeah, you they pay your expenses yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I would love to do that but you know it's just as an independent artist you yeah, can't do that but um a lot of it has been local, you know, and that's why I wanted to do it in Southend because I wanted to show all of my friends, all of the people who have seen me go through this journey that actually I am a musician and I am capable of putting on really professional things. So, you know, come and support me in other areas when I do come to London, bring that local. I want to give them a reason to come and support me. Yeah. I don't want them to do it because I'm their friend. I want them to do it because they they like my music and they so like what I create and artist, they want to yeah. go for a good night. You know, I don't want him to be like, Oh, well I have to, cause she's my friend. Like no. I'd rather just not come. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a lot of it has been local, but like I have had, um, like I've got a, fo- a follower flying over from Germany. Oh wow. Um, which is like, awesome like yeah, why bonkers, <laughs> like some of my friends ain't even coming it coming to my step show up like friends. step up friends step up. so i was coming from germany and you can't book off work no <laughs> <laughs> don't want these fake friends yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> how can people get tickets for it then um yeah so uh, the tickets are in my bio on my social media which is heidi music uk um and the tickets are being sold through eventbrite um, I am also selling physical tickets as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if you see me busking in the streets or wandering around the streets, I've probably got a couple on me. So just come and give me a tap on the shoulder. Um, so yeah, Eventbrite, link in all of my social media bios. And if you see me in person, just give me a, give me a knock. And uh, a knock. I'll, have a, I'll have a ticket with Are me. Are they handmade tickets as well? 
for the next one. <laughs> do you know what? I'm not going to lie. I paid someone to print these tickets because I thought yeah, you can't do everything. I can't do everything. Can't do everything. And do you know Why what? Not? I was standing in the shop and he said, "We'll bring you. We'll bring you 50 tickets for 15 quid." And I thought, "Fuck it!" Like, I'm standing there. I was just like, tap the Apple Pay. <laughs> so yeah, good shout out to whoever printed those. Um, one thing I would suggest, right? So when we've run our events, if you're doing any on the door, yeah, get yourself on those square things square tap things you got one i've got one. Oh, brilliant i've I didn't got have one, one for, for busking my... have you yeah so when i go busking i've got whoa oh sorry i ain't got no cash that don't worry mate i've got a card machine <laughs> that is so... do you think the homeless have got those <laughs> 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 sorry mate got no changes <laughs> that's all right mate Touch that oh i got free g hang on do you know what though it's like you, you have no excuses now in this day and age there are no excuses to help people <laughs> so not to help people Th- yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I shouldn't be allowed to do. I need a PR. <laughs> <laughs> We're here for you, mate. We're looking after you, don't worry. Right, uh, and that gig is on the... 25th of June. Right, I hope the I got that right. South Bend. Yeah, you did. 25th 20... of June at the Chinneries. Yeah, well done. <laughs> at the Chinneries. <chin-er-ies. laughs> it is at the Chinneries. Is it the Chinneries? I've always, I've always called it... Chinneries. Just chinneries. Just chinneries. At the chinneries. <laughs> I've always called it the chinneries. Is that just me being a bit... Well, like, whatever. It's because you're so old. No, just... <laughs> Don't go. Co host for next week. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> you just you just do like a post that it's completely sold out. There are no tickets left. No one. Yeah, Can't no tickets any. available. We've sold it out. Right, let's get on to your dream gig then. Oh. So what we do on here is we literally go through a few different aspects of what you would want on your dream gig, right? So what we're going to start with, you've got your headliner, you've got your middle, and then you've got your support. You have to feature in one of them, and then you choose either a headliner, if you don't want a headline, or a support, or whatever. But you plus two more to headline the show. Oh, my God. Okay, well, so obviously I'm headlining. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> no, do you know what I'd love? I would love to headline and bring out Eminem as a guest. Hang on, that's on the, one hey, of have us. you read this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'd like to headline. Yeah. Um, so what's it? Headline? Headline, middle, and then support. So like a festival kind yeah, of like. Yeah, if you want. Yeah, well, uh, like for example, oh, right? Mate, so your gig, your gig that you've got at the Chinneries, you've got you and three supports, haven't you? Yeah. So I'm just asking you to choose you as a headliner, if you like, and then two supports. But it's like your dream Oh, okay, gig. right, okay. Oh, that's hard. Okay, so let's just say I'd say the three main people, me, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's got to be Eminem then because right. I love Eminem. And he's supporting um, you, right? <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just wait, asking. I thought, I thought you meant three main ones and then three support. No, 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 no just, no. just main three one. artists in oh, total. Oh, and three artists. Yeah. Oh. So headliner, middle support. That's it. <sighs> so That's for example, hard. for example, if it was you headlining, you'd have Eminem in the middle, and then you need someone supporting. <laughs> Right. Sorry, Eminem. <laughs> Nirvana. <laughs> um, I don't know. This hard question. So, okay, I, I'd be supporting Sam Tompkins. Yep. Um, and and Eminem would support you. Eminem <laughs> would support me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Sam Tompkins headlining. Uh, me and uh, Tom Grennan. Yeah? Yeah, that'd be a cool one. That's a cool mm. lineup. Where would you do it then? So obviously we're not not Chinneries or the Chinneries, because I'm old. Where would be your like your dream <laughs> venue or festival location? Wembley. 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 Stadium or arena? There's two. Yeah, so Wembley Stadium is where like the, <laughs> the football, football the arena. Arena. Then the one with the music. The one with the music. Ed <laughs> Sheeran like, sold out yeah, the football yeah, stadium. Yeah, Wait, football I don't know stadium. the difference then. Where did Eminem play when I was like ten? 
Mate, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, ten played, years ago, where did Eminem play? V Festival in Chelmsford. Facts. 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 Period. Facts. <laughs> I remember V Festival in Chelmsford. Yeah, I yeah. went to that. Did you? Yeah. With him there? Can't remember who was playing. Ed Sheeran was in a little tiny weeny little stage somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah, I no, was 18 at the time, so what was that? That was probably about 10 years ago, actually, to be fair. I don't remember Ed Sheeran being there, but we were, um, I was there and Eminem was there. He bought on Rihanna. And it was oh, that, it was that year. Mm. Ch- yeah, I think I remember that, yeah. Yeah, but you were 10. Yeah, I was 10. And I was really sad because I loved Eminem. Oh, and right. I was like, but I went to see Eminem when I was 11 at a Wembley. I don't know if it's Wembley. At a Wembley. At a Wembley. And I want to play that one. Yeah. That was one it is. outside or inside? Both, I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey. There was a hole in the sky, but it was dark. I didn't look up. <laughs> Stadium. Right, I Wembley think it was stadium. outside. I yeah. think it was outside. The there was a hole in the sky. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Wait, do you know what I mean though? Like the sides come in, so it's kind of inside. It's a football sta- it's stadium. Like a bowl, isn't it? It's a football yeah. stadium. There wasn't any grass. No, they don't leave. They don't. You don't step on the turf. <laughs> Is it that's why they had like squares on the floor that probably, looked like they've been yeah. pieced together? It was hiding the yeah. grass. Yeah. Protecting a big, the grass. Probably a big sheet over it and a load of rubber matting. Yeah, I want to do With that a hole one. in the sky. That's the one that I want right, to do. Right, okay, cool. Right, yeah. Stadium then. Wembley Stadium. <laughs> um, how are you travelling to the gig? Bear in mind you're in Southend. How are you travelling to the gig? Honestly, I would find somebody who has my old Kia Picanto and I would go in that. Why? Because it's funny. Or, <laughs> or, or an ice cream van. That is, that is such van. a good answer. I like that. <laughs> do you know, do you, I went to my prominent ice cream van and I got best mode of transport, so I got Did carried you? through, yeah. Fair one. Because I didn't want to go prom and I said to my mum, I was like, please go. And I was like, the only way I'll go is if I can wear Levi's, a, a Levi's top and jeans and Air Forces. And yeah. if I can go in an ice cream van, and she was like, cool, we'll ring up my dad's friend because my dad's Arabic, he knows a load of people, calls up his Arabic friend and goes, can we borrow your ice cream van? And he's like, yeah. So I just hung, hang out the window. <laughs> wow. So that's how I'm going to Wembley Stadium. <laughs> that is fantastic. Did you see my promotion video for Snow Replies in the ice cream van? No, I don't think so. Uh, fake fan. Oh, man. <laughs> You're already digging me out, you two. I'm just, I'm getting battered over here. <laughs> I've been on my best behaviour this podcast. So far. Yeah. Do you know what it is? It's because I've been stuck in a rehearsal studio for four hours so now i'm just like Mate, buzz <laughs> what would be your cover track so we've already you talked about obviously doing your covers for um certain people when you've been doing your live streams and whatnot it, on your gig um your dream gig what would be the cover track that you would do begging yeah mm-hmm. but not the maniskin version no offense maniskin the mad version yeah just because i love that version and i i, I love it it's yeah. cool probably cool. that fair enough you already answered the next one I'm going to say it anyway. Who, so you know, like when you. So my example of Eminem. Uh, what did you say? Special guest. Uh, yes, special guest. So you know when, like, I said about Eminem bringing out Rihanna. Yeah. Who would be your special guest at Wembley Stadium, with you headlining? Who would be your special guest that you would bring on stage to do one song with? Probably Eminem. Yeah. yeah. Eminem. It's got to be. Answer. I love him. I just everything he like. My 11 year old self would cry. Yeah. Which song? Yeah, I was going to say, would it be one Which of your song? songs or one of his songs? Well, one of our songs that oh, we've, we've written and released together. <laughs> <laughs> I that's my ultimate goal, I reckon. Yeah. I don't think I'll be complete when I've done that because a lot of people are like, once I do this, I'll, I'll be content. I'm like, no, I'll never be content with anything. I'll always have something else. But like, that's definitely like the goal. Writing and releasing a song with Eminem. Yeah. yeah What's so your favourite Eminem song? 
Give us a rendition. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I think it's I got, might join in. This is <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's gotta be Stan yeah. because of its mm. artistic value. Like that song is a book. Like mm. it's literally a book. And I like headlights as well with the is it Nate? Russ or something like that. Nate, I think. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, Headlights and Stan, they're like my two like favourites. Because I don't know, I just feel like at a time where rap was just about cars and money and girls, uh Tupac and Eminem they were the only two people rapping about real stuff. Yeah. And I just think that's really inspiring. So shout out Eminem. Hit me up, yeah. He is watching. He is watching. He is watching. <laughs> so when you do um when you've got your own gig or whatever, you can get your rider, can't you? You can make special requests about what you want at the gig waiting for you. Not Eminem. Oh, okay. Right? So <laughs> what what would be your special request? What would be on your rider? So what's a rider? So what's the best way to describe So I thought of when you said rider, I thought you meant driver. Like no. who's driving me there? Yeah, the ice cream driver. No. <laughs> I mean, Tony! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, like a special request. You go, right, when I get there... I want this in my dressing room. I want 50 puppies with gold Ooh, ribbons on. Okay. That's, that's quite a weird thing to go for. Well, you know. <laughs> we 50 puppies, bloody hell. One's I'm enough. sure it's been asked. I, do you know what? I have no idea, but I'd probably ask for something stupid like um, a chocolate milkshake. That's fair enough. Or yeah. I'd ask them to turn the entire room into a PMT music store. Right. So I could just plan everything before I go out. Just have fun. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a hell of a request. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that'd be cool. Yeah. What be your made it? Have you had a moment yet, or what would be your made it moment? I know you've just said that you'll never be happy or content <laughs> with reaching a certain level. But what would be a thing where you turn around? I know we've said about the whole Eminem thing, but what would be something that you could go right over the next like few years, an attainable goal where you go right? That is what I'm aiming for. There's so many things because I have so many goals. Um, like I said, Wembley and the O2 Arena has always been like yep. massive goals for me. Um, the song with Eminem, they're like massive goals. The made it moment, probably where I can just sit sit down and look at my collections of songs and be like, wow, my, my story is there. Yep. You know, And I don't think you can ever finish telling your story because your story's ongoing, you know? And I just think it's more of a being able to sit back and look at the body of work that you have created and be able to appreciate everything that you've done, even mm. the ones that aren't released. For me, I think that's the most important thing, being able to look at something and be like, wow, I've helped people with my music. You know, my music's real, it means something. And somebody at home has listened to that and has gone, that's helped me. Mm. And that's got me through something that I was once struggling with and I didn't have a song to help me get through it, you know? But there wasn't a song to tell me, oh, that it's okay to feel those things. Mm. So I just want to create music that's going to be there for people. And I think that's just, that's always my end goal for my music to reach as many people as it can and get inside their souls. <laughs> You're already doing that. Yeah, that exactly, it's already ongoing. Yeah. That's yeah. the cool thing. Like if it's a progress, you know, if it's yeah. a progress, it's progress and life goes on isn't it it's always going to be changing and you're always going to be adding new stuff yeah but the cool and thing is you're already doing it yeah and that's why i'll never get the end goal because it's like you said it's ongoing Process, there'll always yeah. be one more person who can listen to it and one more person who hasn't heard it and that's why it's an ongoing thing and in hindsight i've already like you said i've already achieved it even by one person being helped by something that i've created 
So yeah. Thanks. Living the dream, I am. <laughs> it's such a lovely answer as well. So I think no, it's not cringe at all. I think you're going to help a lot of people mm. from not only what you said, because obviously the whole point of doing this podcast is for people to meet the artists behind the music. And I think you've given not to be um, condescending in any way, but I think you've given a hell of a good account of yourself for things that you want to do and what what the reasons behind your music. It's, it's going to be inspiring for a lot of people. So well mm. done. Yeah, I, I hope so because that's that's all I want to do. I, I want to inspire people. I want to show them that you know there's different ways into the industry and i never saw anybody who looked like me who dressed like me who acted like me like a fucking idiot so i never saw that i for you know if you want to if you want to be something big you've got to be perfect you've got to be like you know you can't swear you can't you know you have to be literally the i don't even know what perfect is but you have to be perfect you have to be mm -hmm. something that you can't achieve and i want to show people that actually you can just be who whoever you want and that's that's cool that's calm <laughs> what camera is it? Sony. What one? A seven hundred, I think. He's looking, getting his, you, getting his. You, you haven't got your glasses on. Right, it's going to be old. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah. He's actually got contacts in because he's so. No, do you know what it is? <laughs> I, can't, I wouldn't be able to put contacts in. My eyes ain't that bad to be. Able, I, glasses are fine. Anyway, fuck off, you. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Do you know what? I thought you were going to burst into an Eminem lyric when you were saying that. I know. I was Palms were sweaty. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it. I was waiting was for it? it. Never seen. Um, haven't seen someone who looks like me, talks like me, don't give a fuck about me, whatever that track. Do you know what oh, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Like, Not much of a fan, am I? <laughs> no, fake fan. <laughs> yeah, I know the one. Yeah. I don't know which one no, I'll remember it later. Right, so we've talked about your made it moment and all that. Where would be your after party? After Wembley Stadium, where's your after party? Uh, I don't know. I'll probably just go outside the stadium with everyone there and be like, come on, <laughs> let's live it up. Down Wembley Way. Yeah, Wembley Way. Down Wembley Way. <laughs> outside. Right, so before we sign off, can you please plug your socials again and your gig at, at Chinneries on the 25th? <laughs> yeah, so all my social media um, is Heidi Music UK. Uh, my website, all of that, all of that boring stuff. But the main socials, everything's just Heidi Music UK. Um, and the gig you can find in the the link of my bio. That's that right. right? Yeah. In the yeah, in my bio. Yeah, yeah. In the link in my bio. Sorry, <laughs> bio. All of my. Is it? It's in the bio. <laughs> Wait, did I say that it's in my bio? No, do it again. It's in my bio. <laughs> <laughs> where? Um, so yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where the link is to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. It's been. A oh wait, I forgot oh. to say it's in my bio. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. It's been a real pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for coming in. I know you've had a busy day with your your rehearsing for the gig on the 25th, and uh, yeah, it's been a real pleasure to have you on. So oh, thank you very much for me. coming. It's been fun. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Do you want to plug your socials and your show again? Yes. Yeah, so I'm Lizzie Romaine, and my website is lizzieromaine.co.uk, and that's got all of my socials on. So just go on there, and then you can catch whichever handle you like. That's that's how the professionals do it. <laughs> she's had PR training. She knows what she's doing. It's also in my bio. <laughs> <laughs> I think my version better. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> if you're an unsigned band or artist and you want to get your music on unsigned, go to our website, unsignedmusic.uk. You can upload your music on there. If you're interested in any gigs that we've got coming up in the future, you can also go to that website, which is unsignedmusic.uk forward slash events. Patreon as well. Go and sign up to that. Exclusive content coming there soon. And I think that pretty much wraps it up for today. Mm -hmm. So I think so. I think so. So thank you very much again, Heidi. Thank you very much, Lizzie. 
And thank you for watching. Subscribe, like, all that stuff. And we'll see you next time. Should we do a cringe little wave? Bye. <laughs> <laughs>